0: Welcome to Let's Talk Brock. All right, welcome to this episode of the Let's Talk Brock Podcast today. I'm delighted to be joined by Assad Jalib. Assad is a graduate of the Business Administration program at Brock University, and during his time at Brock, Brock, uh, Assad was very involved. He was a student athlete, president of the Brock University Students Union, uh, and just an active member of the community. So Assad, thank you for joining.
1: Liam, it's a pleasure to be here, and it's great to see you again, too that's one thing that's amazing about being able to connect with Brock again is seeing all the incredible faces of people that had such a huge impact on my career and my trajectory so nice to you too
0: Uh, it's great to see you again too it's been too long um but I, I mean I think like I agree like one of the my favorite things about Brock is just seeing the same people over and over again every day so uh it's really nice to see you again um but I wanted to sort of dive into things sort of Throwing it way back, can you, uh, to start off, tell us about your experience in choosing Brock initially. So what led you to the business administration program? What made that a good fit for you?
1: Yeah, So for me, I think the biggest driver for uh, the business program at Brock in particular was I actually had a few friends that were in upper year uh, when I was in high school. And they just had such a brilliant experience. They'd always tell me about it, had the opportunity to come and visit Brock a few times. Uh, and they had nothing but great things to say so that impression lasted pretty well on me I didn't have that uh, type of relationship at other schools Uh, so I think that was really cool right that hey there are some people here that have had such a great experience and they're more than excited to talk about it and share that Uh, so there must be something good happening there Uh, so that's what led me to Brock I mean I did a campus visit and that campus visit definitely sold me over as well I mean you look at the place it's gorgeous right
0: it really is someone I was talking to someone the other day and they mentioned actually during one of the campus tours They mentioned to me that they didn't see a single piece of garbage like anywhere on campus at any point And I it's something that you don't really think about but once you it's sort of brought to your attention You realize like how beautiful that campus really is and how much green space there is and how great of a job Like our grounds and facilities crew does to just make sure everything's looking great So I had similar experience like coming on that tour just seeing seeing the place in person. I think is really really valuable but Once you got into the business administration program, uh, we'll talk a little bit later about how you've become a bit of an entrepreneur after your time at Brock, but what were some of your biggest takeaways from the BBA program and sort of what skills did you pick up? What entrepreneurship lessons did you learn?
1: Yeah. So the BBA program, I think for me, it was uh, incredibly impressionable. Uh, One of the biggest pieces, I was doing some thinking about this prior, and I realized that one of the biggest pieces that I would definitely attribute uh, wherever I've come to, is the fact that the Goodman experience is built to get you uh, get you to, to develop the soft skills like communication and presentation. Uh, there's been so many times where part of the course is getting in front of the room and talking about something and learning about something new and explaining it and sharing your thoughts, your perspective, working it down, et cetera. And I think that problem-solving pro- uh, process, as well as being able to explain it and communicate it, it's seen throughout the courses, right? So you'll see that whether you're in the accounting courses or the finance courses or marketing, you're constantly being challenged to identify problems, build solutions, and then present them in a simplified way. So I think that piece was, was absolutely massive. I remember probably my favorite course at uh, Brock was Marketing 3P24. And the entire course is really built around case-based, uh, reviewing cases, identifying what the companies involved or the parties involved should be doing. And then presenting that case uh, in a, in a good way. So I think those were some of the biggest pieces. Is is getting Goodman got me in front of the room as much as they could. They got the nervousness out of me. I still get nervous, uh, but a lot less than I did when I first walked in.
0: That's great. Yeah, I mean it from what i've seen like it's a lot of very presentation focused classes like you're saying i mean even the physical layout of the classes are to kind of designed with that in mind in the in the new goodman school of business that was renovated a few years ago um so that yeah that's a super important skills that you'll pick up when i, I mean i hope you're not too nervous on this podcast today talking
1: i'll be honest i'm nervous but you know what it's um it's okay because i'm talking to you <laughs> okay
0: gotcha Um, I I think another big piece about every program at Brock, but in the business programs, there's big emphasis on experiential learning. So co-ops and internships and case competitions and things like that, really getting you not just hands on learning experience inside the classroom, but outside as well. So did you have any of those experiences during your time at Brock that you wanted to
1: highlight? Yeah, absolutely. There's, There's a lot of opportunity when it comes to getting involved and there's a lot of diversity in your options too. So one of the things I did while at Bach uh, was I actually went to France for four months on exchange. And it was, yeah, it, like I, I, it's crazy. It was just a couple of years ago, but I went and lived in France on exchange at the Burgundy School of Business. And I look back and I'm like, holy smokes, how did that, how was that even an opportunity? Uh, and going there and experiencing a new country, being in Europe, learning the language, the food and being in business school in Europe, that was an unreal experience. Um, I don't know. Did you get a chance to do any exchanges uh, during your time?
0: No, I've never had the opportunity, but it, I mean, it looks like a really good, really good experience for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there was that, there was um, a lot of competitions hosted through BioLink, uh, such as like the Niagara kickstart, uh, kickstart entrepreneurship pitch competition in the, in the, I think it was in collaboration with Niagara and Brock and Niagara college. So uh, that was a lot of fun. We participated there. And then uh Busu, of course, was a was a huge part of my university my time at university. So definitely time with Busu as well. I mean all those things kind of add up and building these incredible experiences that I still hold on to forever. like I've got my my boosu poster up in my in my room there, and I remember it, and a lot of my prock stuff so it's it's exciting that are, the different opportunities that are there if you want to take them.
0: Absolutely. It's really just on you to kind of reach out and grab it. But how's your French these days? Have you retained all of that since your time in France or is it
1: a little shaky? It's a little shaky. I don't even think I can pull it out right now. But, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you, you look at you, right? Like you got super involved as well. You went down the smart start route. You went down the um, the passage of recruitment. Uh, how's that experience been?
0: Oh, it's been great. I mean, like similar to you, I would say like, coming into brock i was a very nervous and kind of shy person and like i i didn't really enjoy speaking in front of crowds but i mean at some point you've, you really do have to learn those skills and brock has been really huge for me for that and just kind of finding a voice i mean smart start the summer orientation program that you mentioned like that i've worked for for the past few years you're presenting in front of hundreds of people every day and incoming first-year students and connecting with them and sort of easing their transition into brock and i remember like When I was coming into first year, that was a super important piece for me. So I just kind of wanted to sort of give back and do my part. Um, So that's sort of the path that I headed down. But then there's so many different routes you can go, right? Like you took BUSU and, you know, there's athletics and there's, you can get involved with like faculty, academic
1: research. There really is kind of a path for everyone at Brock, I would say. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of clubs, I think over a hundred clubs on campus, right? And that's just one of the components of being active on campus that you have the opportunity to take if you want to and i know i saw you like at the recruitment events you're constantly talking to new people which i think like being able to go and have a conversation with a stranger especially the way i've seen you do it and i'm like man that's it's not just me that brock's had an impact on it's all these hundreds of people that uh that have been able to grow and learn and develop their skills through the opportunity i always like seeing you at the uh, recruitment events the way you're talking to students and uh, getting them ex- inspired and excited to come
0: yeah for sure it's a lot of fun super rewarding like i mentioned but i mean you have mentioned and kind of circling it you've mentioned busu a couple times but i know you were super involved with the students union here at brock eventually becoming the president of busu as well uh in your last year here so what were some of the standout lessons that you learned in that role i mean i, I know they're uh we've touched on a few of them already but also what was the path like for busu how did you get involved with it initially and where did you end up with it
1: yeah so it's kind of like, so my past getting involved with Boost is a bit like how you mentioned you wanted to give back based on the experience you had. So on my campus tour, when I first came in, I walked in through Walker Complex. I believe that's where the tour starts. Does it still start there?
0: Uh, not anymore, but that was probably like a, one of the open house days, one of the big events, right?
1: Yes. 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 Okay. So I walk in and there's the accessible path up and the first person I see, um, and I didn't know who it was at the time or what the context was, uh, but he was the VPSS of Busu dad. And I, at the time, I didn't know what any of those acronyms meant or <laughs> or who it was, uh, but this guy was just incredibly friendly towards me. And he made me, and and this was me walking into a new place without my family for the first time, right? I'm like hundreds of kilometers away from home. Um uh, and he just welcomed me. And for no reason at all, he was showing me the places, showing me the ropes telling me where to go, telling me he'll grab coffee with me later, lunch, all the things which he ended up doing. Um, but it was like, who is this person, this stranger who has suddenly become a friend so quickly? And I think about that time and I'm like, man, I was so nervous walking up those, uh, walking up those stairs. Uh, but all that went away within 10, 15 minutes of meeting somebody. And that was, that's what really drove me as I learned more about boost. And I'm like, wow, what an impact that somebody could have had on another person. Um, I want to be able to do that too. So I started off, I mean, I got involved on the council. I worked at Isaacs as a security guard too. And then I ran for VP and then president, but, um, but, and, and dad was a part of all that too. He was a mentor throughout all of that. And, and it's, uh. It's lucky to be able to do that for other people and i hope there's other students out there that i've had uh, that i've had that impact on as well
0: that's awesome man yeah it's a really cool story i think you never know kind of what impact you're going to have on someone every day even just in a i mean to him i'm sure that was maybe just a, a little small interaction but for you it meant the world of difference and you're here talking about it all these years later right so you you really never know uh kind of the impact you're going to have i think there but that's great. And it was good to see your sort of your journey through BUSU. I mean, we were kind of around the school at the same time. So seeing you uh, eventually become the president, I think that was uh, really cool to see. And uh, what was that experience like for you as president? What was sort of the day to day there?
1: Yeah, so we worked, uh, I mean, uh, at VP, uh, as VP and president, I worked on quite a few projects. I think the biggest one that we'll probably remember and the students now are probably getting uh, advantage of was the 15,500 square foot zone expansion. So we tripled the size of the gym and I had the opportunity to be there from the the day they first put the shovel in the ground from the groundbreaking all the way to the opening. Uh, So that was incredible. And we had to work through that, through the pandemic, through the supply chain issues happening in the construction industry, um, through transitioning into COVID as well, right? Managing all of that. So that was a huge experience on its own. But uh, it really taught me how, you know, what you have a plan to go ahead with uh, what you want to do and you have contingencies built in that, uh, that you'll be able to work through them. And the team that we worked with was incredible, right? We worked with Brock University. We worked with Robert, the GM at Boutou, uh, Bilal, the previous president, and the people there, they were so ready to support and uh, work through the challenges. That uh, that was a brilliant experience. I think that one was a big one. And then uh, one, of the, one of the other ones that I was really passionate about, which kind of slides under the table, just because it got covered under the mat of COVID was um was the fact that we gave back first time in busu history first time in uh, probably ontario's history uh, as far as student fees we gave half of them back uh right because we were off off campus for half a year so we gave uh roughly four million dollars in student fees back and that had never been done before there was no documentation on how to do it there was no legal guidance there was no accounting guidance uh, it was just like hey this is the right thing to do. Let's put the right things in place to make this happen, and uh, we were able to make that first which is was awesome. The last one I talked about was, um, if you talk about impactful projects uh, that really helped me see things differently, was uh, working on menstrual equity on campus. Uh, so that was a big one, right? We were able to get um, menstrual equity products in the different bathrooms across campus for free. So. A lot of things that we got to work on. It was very project-based role where, hey, this is something that we see as a student need, and we can have an impact based on the resources that we have to deliver value, uh, whether that's by bringing resources together or providing human capital resources. Uh, so those projects had a had a huge impact.
0: Absolutely, and they're still having an impact to this day. I mean, every time I walk by the the new zone, and first of all, it looks fantastic, but also it's jam packed with brock students using it so uh, i'm sure you'll be happy to hear that it's uh, it's looking great but uh, speaking yeah. of projects um that you've worked on i know after you finished your time at brock you became an entrepreneur uh, you became one of the co-founders of dirt market so tell us a little bit about uh, dirt market what's that business all about what was that process like for you to get that off the ground and where did the idea sort of spark from
1: really so uh, dirt market where it's right now, uh, myself and my co-founder, Emma Kerwin, who's actually a Brock grad herself. Uh, so what ended up happening was while I was at home for COVID, uh, my father, he's a developer out in the GTA and he gave me a call said, Hey, I need, I need some help. There's something that's happened at one of the project areas. Uh, so I went out, I took a look and it turns out somebody had actually dumped about 80 loads of soil uh, onto his property. And I know nothing about soil. I know something about construction because I worked on the zone expansion in the student center. um, And, you know, of course, part of the family business, uh, but not knowing too much about soil. And, but what I did know about soil was that there's companies that also purchase soil. So on one end, here's somebody trying to get rid of soil illegally by dumping it onto one of my father's projects. And I know that companies that build houses, et cetera, uh, they will buy soil for grading, for leveling, right? So it's actually a resource. And we thought about it. It turns out there's not really a way for those two parties to connect. And this was really in brainstorming with Emma. And she said, like, why don't we build a platform that can connect these two parties, see what happens. Uh, so I put together the first version of Dirt Market. It was just a list of uh, different. It was just a list that you could go on on the platform and uh, post that, hey, I have soil in this area and I'm trying to get rid of it. And then people that could take soil would be able to view that. Initially, it started off as just, Hey, I dug something up in my front lawn and I have a couple of bags that I don't want anymore. Uh, but, uh, eventually we kept growing the, growing the space, calling different construction companies, learning more about the problem. It turns out that in Ontario, there's actually 25 million metric tons of soil excavated annually, but there's only about 125 million metric tons of landfill space remaining. So, As the space to dump soil decreases, the price actually continues to increase. And construction teams are actually looking for ways to get rid of their soil in a more cost-efficient, but also sustainable way, because putting in a landfill is not the most sustainable option. They're usually far outside the city, so you have high trucking costs as well. Uh, So based on the findings there and continuously calling our users, talking to them, uh, we were able to expand the user base right now. We have just over a thousand construction teams that use the platform. We've got over 3 million metric tons of soil listed. Uh, right now, we have about 300,000 cubic meters of soil that are looking for a place. And uh, it's been a huge journey. Like We started off with small small yards, and we still have owner operators that will have one uh, one backhoe that they're working with, or a small project area, all the way to companies like uh, Akon, Elliston, uh, Dufferin Aggregate, Lafarge. Uh, they've all kind of jumped on the platform uh, in their own way. So it's been a very exciting journey. Uh, but uh, a lot of the lessons that have allowed me to, well, I guess the, the start of it really was a monster pitch competition at Brock too. So that was where Emily and I first went to pitch and got a bit of funding and got a lot of guidance from. So that that's actually kind of like where it, uh, where it was able to sprout from.
0: Everything ties back to Brock. That's why it's the Let's Talk Brock podcast, right?
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that's great. I mean, it's really cool to see how it's sort of been growing over the past couple of years, and I'm sure you never imagined that you would be the co-founder of a soil company, but here you are. <laughs> this is crazy. And uh, what, like, what were some of the biggest challenges? Would you say, or what continue to be some of the biggest challenges in in building the business?
1: Yeah, I think I think you you nailed it right in the head, right? Like, that's not my area of expertise. Uh, I'm more of a problem solver, operations guy. I like understanding processes, breaking them down, et cetera. Uh, but um, dirt market is like a construction construction business. Uh, but the reality is a lot of it is similar in the sense that you're trying to break down a very fragmented industry and a process that's very um, and a process that isn't really built right. Like finding one site that has soil, finding other sites that needs soil, and trying to match up the project timeline, soil quality, um, the distance, the geographic proximity. So it ends up being a bit of an operations supply chain focused problem. So I think lessons from Brock in that, okay, you know what, try to break down the problem as much as you can, create a solution for it, and and then I guess the part that I had to work on was actually building that solution. Uh, so so that was some of the pieces on that front.
0: I think that's great advice. I mean, for anyone looking to get into. Uh, business, business administration, and also entrepreneurship. That sounds like some excellent advice. And Assad, that's pretty much all I had. So did you have any parting words before we hop off here?
1: Uh, I, think, I think my time at Brock was incredible. I made so many incre- wonderful friends and uh, a lot of experiences. And I know that this one is geared towards uh, incoming students or new students. So I would say definitely go out and get involved. Go talk to people, experiences, see if any of them excite you. And start exploring them uh, on the entrepreneurship side, I think initially we were really worried that, hey, we have this really cool idea, and we can't tell anybody. But one thing I realized very quickly is no one will be as passionate about uh, something that you thought of as yourself, especially not dirt. So uh, don't be afraid to get out there and talk to people about your idea, get some validation. Uh, and I would also say one of the resources that Brock actually provides his mentorship in terms of entrepreneurship, right? You have BioLinks, you have places where you can meet people that have a, not, a lot of knowledge in the space. Uh, so find a mentor so that you don't have to make a, a lot of the mistakes that even we made uh, during our time.
0: That's excellent advice. I hope everyone out there takes those words of wisdom into account. But Asad, that's going to wrap things up. Thank you very much for joining us once again. It was great to see you again.
1: great to see you too. Good luck with everything and thank you everybody for listening all right take care
0: thanks for joining us if you have any questions you can contact us at slash discover contact